There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with genies. It is genius. It's genius. Uh, I didn't get it at first. I looked at the photo and I was like, oh, fucking, why would I get this? I don't know who these people are. I don't know these men. Yeah, there's there's four different ones. And then I saw the blue one and the I was blue like, one it's that, a genie. It comes out of a lamp and you're like, oh. oh. Yeah. I was like, ghost? Because I knew we just did gargoyles and I was like, genius. No, we're not a ghost yet. There's ghosts. Because it's genies. Yeah, of course there's ghosts. Spooky. Um, yeah, so there's there's four different four different genies here. Uh, I guess we'll do a description. Of one all is of them. a hammer genie. One yeah, is she's a lamp genie. One is a sword genie, and one is a fish genie. Yeah, yeah. So the first one uh, has a big old warhammer. Actually, technically, it's a mall. Uh, it's a mall, not a warhammer. What's the fucking difference? Uh, warhammer has one like spiky side on one end and a maul is just a big old blunt a warhammer tends to be one-handed and a maul is two-handed okay so they're like bigger and blunter and more bludgeonier and a warhammer is also blunter and bludgeoner but has a sharp side that you can smash into people interesting um she's got lots of jewelry and stuff she's got no legs she has huge hands like think like a hellboy's big hand yeah hands yeah uh and she's not like petite or anything she looks she's fucking buxom. sturdy she's buxom uh and buxom yeah uh but her hands are massive and yeah a big old a big old maul uh the next one is the blue dude uh he's got a scimitar uh the bottoms of his legs fade into a mist that come out of a lantern uh just like the genie in aladdin but, but he has a bigger beard and he looks a lot more mad he's like I was going to say, he definitely has a bigger sword. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, he's more like, you know, when the genie starts working for Jafar and and he's like more evil looking. Yeah. Uh, he looks more like that than the version of the genie that chills with Aladdin. Uh, and he has a big vest that shows off or an open vest that shows off his big old muscles and everything. Yeah. Um, the third one is another big jack dude with a sword, but he he's has an like even full, bigger sword. He's like full corporeal. Like he's got feet, yeah, I mean, and horns. Yeah, he's this. He's a big red dude with no shirt at all, uh, and he has tiny horns on his bald head. Uh, technically, they all have feet, um, and they all like their bottom half changes when they fly or whatever. Mm. So they all do uh, have like actual legs, and also they also have not actual legs sometimes. So they, that's just the choice that they made in the design of them to show him with legs and everybody else without. But yeah. That they all they all have feet. Uh, and the fourth and final dude is he's a big round dude. 
Uh, he has the head of Boss Nass from Star Wars, but a little more fish-like instead of frog-like. Mm-hmm. And he has the body shape of Kingpin from the comics. Yeah. Um, so if you picture Kingpin with a fishy Boss Nass head, you nailed it. Yeah, he's definitely like a fish. Yeah. Saying. He's a big fish in a small pond. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know what I mean. I don't know what you mean either. <sighs> but yeah, so uh, you don't have to guess what they're called because you know they're genies. Unless you want to, each one of these types of genies have their own names. No. Do you want to try and guess? That. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, Firaga, Blizzara. <laughs> I'm literally naming Final Fantasy spells. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,. <laughs> I guess I'll tell you. The one that wields Darth Maul is a Dao. Dao. Uh, Jacked Robin Williams is actually the same one that made out with Harry Potter. Ginny. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I always forget that genies are called gins. Yeah. So D-J-I-N-N-I. That's that's the blue one. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to say Ron Weasley or the person who made it. I read a lot of weird fan fiction, obviously. Obviously. Anyways. Right family, at least. Uh, the angry red boy is a Nefridi, and Boss Nass is a Marid. Marid. At yeah. the 100 Meridian. Um, what do you think? I, do you want to try and guess what each one is good at, or do you want to just sort of do like an overall... Uh, I think in general, they're good at this one thing and bad at this thing or whatever. Well, genies are tricky, so they have high intelligence because they're always like, you know, twisting your fucking words, which makes them master manipulators. Um, These guys all look like they're pretty good at fighting minus fish boy. So strength probably pretty high uh, and dexterity is probably pretty high, too, except for the fish one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't fucking like to think about what fish are good at because <laughs> that makes me more f- afraid. Um, yeah. Wisdom high. What am I missing? Uh, did you do charisma? Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to have high charisma, too. Right. Except for the fish one. <laughs> yeah. They're all they're all pretty powerful. Like they're like they're they're pretty. uh omnipotent aren't they like they're pretty powerful obviously they're slaves they're enslaved but they're enslaved because they're so powerful yes no well we'll talk about that in a minute okay they're all every single one of their stats is a positive Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure every single one of them uh strength and constitution are their highest stats fish boy and the blue aladdin genie Mm -hmm. they both have like the best charisma Mm -hmm. um yeah they all have plus twos or plus threes to the rest of them and they have some plus fives like they're they are powerful all powerful beings you okay. know so yeah the, everything they do is is good they don't have any like bad stats anywhere uh in the world of D, genies are elementals each one comes from a different elemental plane uh and i think that i mean once you know that, it's probably pretty easy to figure out which one comes from which plane, especially if you start with, well, the fish one is obviously from water. Um, yeah, and then you've got fire, earth. Yeah, so yeah, Boss, boss Nass, the Marid, is water. Uh, Big Red, Afridi, is fire. Mork from Orc, Ginny, is uh, air. And that leaves the Tao as earth. 
It's pretty uncommon to come across a genie on the material plane. They really do tend to stick to their own elemental planes where they live in fancy palaces and are waited on by slaves because, of course, there are slaves. There's There's always always slaves. slaves. (laughs) Um, And with that in mind, I think it's pretty obvious that at least some types of genies are considered to be evil because, once again, the only way that D&D seems to be able to portray evilness is through the use of slaves. Uh, And like on the one hand, I get it because that's a really easy way to get you to dislike a monster. Uh, But also, I mean, it's not that creative. I'm I'm sick of it being the reason that they're evil, you know? Uh, Anyway, genies are proud and powerful, just like Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Genies are (laughs) smart and cunning, uh, but they're also pretty full of themselves and very entitled. And that's probably because... just like the... the, the, um that guy from Jafar? The, no, the wrestling guy. J J JFK. Chris Jericho? No, the fucking one whose initials. <laughs> MJF? Yeah, that one, JFK. Yeah, but he's not he's he's uh he separated himself from proud and powerful now. Which are Santana and Ortiz. Yes, the reference but he's I made entitled earlier. and But he uh, is entitled, yeah. I mean, so is Jericho though. But MJF on a way higher level. But yeah, so they're they're probably get that entitlement because they know that aside from the gods and other genies, there's not really any other creatures that can challenge their power. Um, how do you think a genie comes into existence? How do I think a genie comes into existence? Because they can't like bang and just make a new genie. Um, I don't know. They split a part of their soul off, like Voldemort. Uh, I mean, you're not right, but you're on the right track with the soul thing. Okay. Uh, so sometimes a the soul of a sentient creature uh, will smash into the primordial matter of an elemental plane. And sometimes when that happens, not every time it happens, but sometimes when it happens, a genie pops out. Uh, the genie doesn't really maintain any connection to the soul that gave its life. It's mostly just there to give the genie its form. So it's like basic appearance, it's apparent gender and all that sort of stuff. But like, that's about it. It doesn't really, it doesn't have memories of the life that the soul had or whatever. It has no connection to that sort of thing. Uh, Then that's the only way that you can make genies. So genies don't like mate with other genies to make genies, but they will on occasion have children with a mortal if they do feel a bit more of a connection with the soul that uh, created them. Uh, but that's that's super rare and doesn't really happen. Um, pretty much the only way is if they pop out of, um, you know, the elemental sludge that makes up their plane of existence. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I don't know. I, like, that's cool, I guess. I never really thought about where genies would come from, and that makes as much sense as anything. I never really thought where genies would come from. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to argue with it. We're going to go here. Here we go with the slave thing for a little bit. (laughs) Um, For genie slaves are basically there to bolster their ego. If a whole lot of slaves are worshiping the genie, then that's proof that that genie is important and they are masters of their domain or whatever bullshit they decide to spew about themselves. Genies, some of them tend to like, view their slaves more like treasure rather than just like property that they own. So 
some of them get treated like honored members of the genie's house. Like, I, it's supposed to be a good thing to be a genie's slave because that means they like you or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's weird. Uh, and also, evil genies are abusive and mean to their slaves. So, like, eh. Probably you don't ever want to be a slave, but if you have to be a genie slave, there are better genies to be a slave for, uh, is I guess the point that we'll, we'll talk about that when we go into each one. Okay. Um, obviously being a slave is bad no matter what though. If you've watched Aladdin, you'll know this part. Yes. Uh, because you know that Jafar was also pissed off about it. Uh, genies hate it when they are bound to someone or something though so they they can dish it out but they can't take it when it comes to slavery they're like oh yeah i'll own a bunch of slaves oh i have to be a slave to somebody that sucks yeah pretty much uh every genie can harness the power of their element but some of them have the ability to cast or grant wishes so obviously that's why a lot of people especially spellcasters will try and bind genies uh into their service and genies they don't they don't like that at all. Like I said earlier, they are generally full of themselves and don't really answer to anyone because there aren't really any creatures that are more powerful than them. But there is sort of like a two-tiered social class system in place in like the genie world or whatever. There's like all the regular genies. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few genies that make up like the nobility. Uh, and regular genies aren't beholden to any of the noble genies. They... They don't like work for them or have to answer to them or anything like that, but they do respect them and defer to them because like the noble genies are, they can Thanos anything. Like they can just like snap their fingers and alter reality to their whims. So you kind of don't want to piss them off. You kind of let the nobility do their thing, but if you have to stand up for them, either genies will, but they tend not to because why, why, why bother? I'm powerful enough. Why would I stand up to somebody who's more powerful than me? I can do whatever I want if I don't bother them. That's kind of the attitude that they have, you know? Mm -hmm. Also, genies acknowledge that gods exist in the world of D&D, but they don't worship any and they don't follow any. Uh, They find that whole thing tiresome. Unless, of course, mortals are worshiping the genie themselves and then they're all about that shit. (laughs) Some of the most powerful genies because of their fancy palaces and their devoted followers and all that sort of stuff, they end up kind of thinking of themselves as gods. They're like, I'm basically a god. And then they go out and try and convince mortals in other planes of existence to worship them as they would gods. Um, and that's, that's genies in general. Obviously there's four different types. So each one of them has a little bit of difference between them and we'll go over that, I guess. Right? Okay. So genies, have slaves, don't like to be enslaved. Magic casters enslave them. Do not like that. Yeah. That's why they're evil little bitches yeah. who twist your words. Yeah. But genies themselves, like in general, the majority of them aren't enslaved by anyone. They aren't trapped in lamps or whatever. Almost none of them are in the grand scheme of things. So the Tao, the earth elemental genies. Oh. They are evil and they are greedy. They are obsessed with treasures and gold and gems and all that fun, shiny stuff. They're kind of like dwarves in that way, in that they are constantly and dragons. And yeah, but uh, dragons, like, they just collect their gold 
by capturing other people's stuff. Dwarves actually dig and tunnel to get their gold, and that's what the Dao do. Well, no, the Dao don't do the digging. They buy the best slaves that money can get them and then make those slaves do the digging. And then the Dao's just sit back, grind up their gemstones, and use it to season their food. Uh, yep, that's right. They eat gemstones and gold and powdered niceties. Oh, Interesting. Uh, Dao That's... can fly, just like every type of genie. Uh, they can fly, and when they do, their lower body becomes a swirling cloud of sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Dao will never help a mortal out, uh, unless, of course, they can get some treasure out of the deal. Uh, but because they're so greedy, it's actually fairly simple for powerful wizards and mages to trick them into their service. I just give them lots of gold. It, and then they're like, yeah, okay, I'll help. I hate you, but I'll help. <laughs> uh, they're on speaking terms with the Afridi, but they hate the Ginny and Marids. The drama. Uh, the the Jinn. Uh, they are the air elementals. In general, they are the most pleasant of genies. Uh, they are mischievous and full of themselves, but generally have a good attitude towards mortals. They do hate the Dao, and they will attack them over basically anything. But, like, as long as you're not a Dao, you're probably, you're probably going to be okay dealing with them. They have palaces on floating islands with bright and airy courtyards and gardens, and everything they do and own is designed for comfort. Oh, that sounds nice. They sound like Tauruses. Uh, sure. I will have to take your word for that. I don't know. Shit about shit. <laughs> Uh, they are obviously the master of the air. Uh, they uh, can ride powerful whirlwinds, and their bottom halves turn to swirling wind when they fly. Uh, the genie treat their slaves like servants that are deserving of respect, kindness, and protection. So they don't torture them like the like the Dao torture their slaves. Uh, but I mean, they're still slaves, so I I don't know what to say about it. It's still, you're still an asshole, I guess. I don't know. Uh, if you want to get some sort of help or short-term service from a Ginny, you can usually convince them with gifts and flattery. Uh, wizards can obviously skip that step if they summon a Ginn and bind them into their service. However, even though the Ginn are willing to help out on their own terms, they absolutely despise long-term service and they hate the wizards that imprison their kind of lamps and bottles and all that stuff that you think of when you think of genies. So, like, they'll get along with you, but, like, if you trap them, buddy, you got, like, a hate vendetta against you for the rest <laughs> of your life. Uh, so just don't do that. Just don't be nice to them and they'll help. trap the genies. They'll be nice and they'll help. Yeah. It's like a weird charity song. <laughs> Hands across America. Genies across Canada. Yeah. Do they know it's... Christmas Do they know it's town? slavery <laughs> at all? Uh, the Afriti. They are from the elemental plane of fire. They can obviously create and control fire. When they fly, their lower bodies become smoke and embers. I think that's kind of cool. Fire crotches. But they're also cruel and ruthless. That was a good joke. Thank you. Um, they are relentless in their pursuit of vengeance against any creature that has wronged them. And in general, that pretty much means everyone. Uh, <laughs> they obviously they don't like see themselves as being cruel and mean and evil. They think they are fair and orderly. So they're delusional in their self-interest. 
They uh, pretty much see every other creature as potential enemies or slaves or both. And they often raid the material plane for slaves to bring back to their massive fortresses or to populate their military outposts that are scattered throughout the plains. Uh, They come into conflict with the other genies often enough, but they despise the Marid and basically have since the beginning of time. Uh, And that's that's the Afridi, which leaves us with the Marid, who Uh, has some fucking beef against him. Yeah, Um, I guess it was probably because water puts out fire and the Afridi are like, Mm, that's true. I never even thought about that. um, They're kind of a they don't like that. It like, I don't know, threatens their masculinity or whatever. The Marid are water elementals. Mm hmm. They are the most wondrous of genies, uh, with even the lowliest Marid seeing themselves as far above all other types of genies. Uh, They can control water and shape it in any way they desire. They can walk on water. They can move through it like it's nothing. They can breathe it. They don't have to breathe it. They drink it. They don't have to drink it. You know, water is them, and they are water. And water is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, They have huge underwater coral fortresses, with air-filled rooms and chambers where slaves and guests stay. Uh, the Marid, they don't really expect anything from their slaves. Uh, they're pretty much only there as a status symbol. So if you're going to be a slave to a genie, you should try and hook up with a Marid because <laughs> then you just get to live your life, and that's it. They won't ask you to do anything. So that's, I guess that's the best that you can ask for. Um All Marids consider themselves to be nobility. Uh, They claim titles like Sultan and all that sort of stuff. But those titles are mostly self-imposed and don't actually mean anything. Uh, Like I said, they treat every other creature as inferior, uh, but they will tolerate the Jinn, but they dislike and despise the Tao and Afridi. Uh, They also will tolerate humanoids if necessary, Uh, But they will deal with powerful wizards and important rulers on a more regular basis and on like not equal footing, but definitely like, yeah, you guys are closer to my level than anybody else. So I'll be nicer to you. Um, And again, you can bribe them uh, and use flattery to get them to listen to you and treat you fairly in your dealings with them. They are also incredible storytellers. Uh, Like if you get the chance, you should definitely listen to one of their tales Uh, Most of the stories they tell are about the legendary powers of the Marid themselves. Uh, They lie a lot and they embellish everything, but not like in a malicious way, just to make the stories better. And they are good stories. Uh, Actually, one of the only ways to really piss off a Marid is if you interrupt them when they're telling you a a story. Uh, That will, they will hate you forever if you do that. Otherwise, they're mostly chill. And that's... That's pretty much everything you need to know about genies. Genies are very uh, complex creatures. <laughs> I guess. Not really. They're really straightforward. Yeah. But why are they so fucking vengeful? They, I mean, they are all vengeful if you trap them, mm. um, which is fair. I Everybody I would I don't be. know. Sometimes I think it'd be nice to be told what to do. <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't want to be a prisoner. I yeah. just don't want to have to make any decisions for myself. Yeah, and but when they get bound to, like, a lamp, they're basically a prisoner of that lamp that has to do what their evil warden tells them to do. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which is so like that's why they would. But do they, they like commit that. evil on their own? It seems uh, that way. The the Dow and the Afridi do. Yeah. Um, like they go out of their way to be mean to people. So wouldn't being owned by a mean person be a good thing for them? Like, wouldn't it just be like, yeah, now I can, you know, like in Hawkeye where well, he's like, they, I'm the weapon and I was pointed in the right direction. Yeah. But when you, when you think about it, they have like, they are all powerful beings and they can do whatever the frig they want, whenever they want. Uh, as soon as you're like bound to a wizard, you now have to do what they tell you to. It basically like cuts off your power and takes away your self, yeah. like your sense of self. So you're no longer your own person. You're beholden to this other dude whose values you now have to follow. Yeah. Um, okay. I suppose I understand. <laughs> so basically getting trapped nerfs them and no one likes being nerfed. Nobody likes being nerfed. Do you have a question? About them? I mean, you have shown clear preference over which which genie you would like to be friends with. Yeah. Um, so uh, what would you ask? Like, what would your first genie wish be if you had a genie? I mean, that's such a tough question because, like, are we, are we going by the rules in Aladdin? Like, you, no wishing for more wishes. You can't make anyone fall in love. Can't bring anybody back from the dead. Um, and not that I really, I mean, I would bring Maggie back from the dead. My dog. That's, that would be the thing I would do. Okay. You read enough Stephen King to know that bringing an animal back from the dead is never a good idea. But I feel like if, if it was a Marid that I asked instead of anybody else, they're so full of themselves that they'd be like, yeah, I'm really good at this. I'm going to do this perfect. Um, I wouldn't ask, I, I wouldn't ask a Dow or an Afridi to do that because I'd be like, oh, zombie dog. <laughs> I mean, a zombie dog could be cool, but, um, yeah. So your first wish would be bring your dog back from the dead. I mean, off the top of my head. Yeah. That's the first thing I would think of uh, other than I guess infinite money, because then I could probably hire someone to bring my dog back from the dead. You clone your <laughs> dog. Um, I think my first wish would be for uh, rent prices to go down (laughs) (laughs) in Toronto and the property costs to go down. I want the fucking market to crash. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say. I'd like fucking crash the real estate market. I hate real estate agents. If any of you are real estate agents, stop listening to this podcast because I don't trust you. I don't know if we can afford to lose listeners. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, except for Monica. We love Monica. And she's a girl with a dream. And that only makes sense if you can look at the poster that used to be at the end of our street. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else would be like, what? Uh, friend fiend, uh, 50% friends, 50% fiends. Yeah, I mean, Dow and Afridi, obviously fiends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can really call the Ginny and Marid friends, but, like, they're definitely not fiends. They might be cool to, like, hang out with, but also I don't want to be their slave. Yeah, exactly. I Like, I think, I would like to think that I would not, I would not be useful enough to them to be a slave, but also interesting enough to them that they would want to hang out. Um but, like, I don't know if that's even a good thing for me to wish about myself. <laughs> All right. 
Are we done? I think we're done. Happy New Year. Yeah, I mean, we should have done that in the last episode. Yeah. But, oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> we're, now we're like, we can two edit or three this into late. the other episode, right? Yeah, we could. I'm not going to. Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Later, everybody. Don't catch COVID. It sucks. Yeah. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Cast.